Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You don't think that it's time that somebody cared enough to have a dream? Why are you getting so upset? This is not about you. Yes, it is. You are a human affront to all women, and I am a woman. At some point, you got to decide for yourself who you are. Can't let nobody make that decision for you. How do you go about getting an exorcism? I beg your pardon? Hi, this is Mark Kermode. Thanks for downloading this Kermode on Film podcast. On this week's issue, we're joined once again by Jack Howard to talk Avengers Endgame. And be warned, it's going to be spoiler-tastic. Our very strength invites challenge. Challenge incites conflict. Conflict breeds catastrophe. The thing isn't beautiful because it lasts. We're in the end game now. So we think that we've left it long enough now to be able to talk about Avengers Endgame without any sense of, uh, you know, spoiling it for anybody. So just be warned at the very beginning, we are, we are, we're, all, everything. all bets are off, yeah. okay? We're talking If you're about one everything. of the people who somehow hasn't seen this film yet. But somehow really wants to, but doesn't want to know about it. <laughs> there are other podcasts out there. Go subscribe to one of them. Or just put this, you know, put this somewhere safe until after you've seen it, because we are about to spoil the movie royally. So, Jack, Avengers Endgame. You had so much invested in them. We should say from yeah. the beginning that you, you, Avengers means a lot more to you than it does to me because yeah. you've grown up with it. Okay? Totally, yeah. I, I saw the first Iron Man in 2008 when I was 16 years old. Wow. And I w- went with my dad. Didn't really know what it was going to be. I remember seeing the trailers and being like, that looks a bit bad. Like, <laughs> like I, I just remember seeing like Iron Man like skipping out of the out of the sky and look making it looked just a bit wrong. It didn't, <laughs> didn't look right. Um, and I remember just it finishing, and my thought was, that was a really cool movie. <laughs> That was a cool movie. And then you had Sam Jackson at the end saying, I'm putting together the initi- the Avengers Initiative or something like that. Yeah. Um, and so from then on, uh, I've seen every single one. And, and yeah, you've seen every single one pretty much the day it's come out. And, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, and I remember seeing the, the first Avengers going to see... I was in university at the time, um, 2012, and went into the cinema thinking, there's no way they're going to pull this off. There's too many characters. This is going to be a total mess. And I thought the trailers looked bad again. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was, I've always been a little bit sceptical of the whole thing. Um, went to go see it, and the first thing I said when it finished was, how did they do that? That was perfect. And I couldn't, oh, perfect. I thought it was... I, wow. I, my, my, fir- my first okay. reaction was that it was perfect okay. because I didn't think they'd be able to balance everybody sure. and all the different tones and things like that. And then I've been similar going forward. Like, what's going to happen when 
the Guardians of the Galaxy meet the normal Avengers. Like, what's going <laughs> to... Because they're that? different genres of films. I can't visualise it. Yeah. And then Infinity War happened and they nailed that. I thought that that was a really good movie. I've watched it a couple of times since. And although a bit baggy in places, I think that it's a really interesting, almost brave choice for a huge uh, company like Disney to make the main character the villain. The, I know we're not rooting for him, so he's not really the protagonist, mm-hmm. but the story sort of follows him. We meet him at the start. We know what his goal is. He achieves it. And then he settles. He gets what he wants by the end. Like he is the main character of Infinity War, yeah. and I think that I leave what he wants is to kill half of everything. And he does it. And then he goes and relaxes in a little garden. <laughs> <laughs> he becomes a farmer. He yeah, big purple only, farmer. Not only that, he goes and relaxes in a little garden that seems to have been left over from um, <laughs> you know from the Peter Jackson yeah. uh, lovely bones. Yeah, 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 yeah. With all the floating bits yeah, yeah. around, he's having a lovely time. Yeah. Big. Great He's farmer. in Super Mario world. <laughs> <laughs> and he retires at the end and, and we're left with all of our heroes in disarray. Like and and they can't believe that when we can't believe I remember the cinema when I when I when it finished and it would cut to black. Well, you and, and I went for a drink afterwards yeah. and you were I think you and many of your contemporaries were we're almost in a state of shock yes that you were genuinely like wow because obviously the cynicism is they're just going to bring them all back like who cares they're just going to bring them all back I know that but I also knew I knew they were going to bring people back so we knew they were going to get like Spider-Man and Black Panther and stuff but it was just the fact that we know how the, the movies work we know how Hollywood is but if you are 10 years old to 15, 16 or whatever yeah. and you don't really know how films work okay. That is a devastating thing to watch. That must have been one of the most exciting moments. You you'll recall that when you get older. Like I, I just I just couldn't help but imagine a child experiencing that, and also it makes me feel like that. Yeah. Worth saying that when I saw it, I didn't know as you would have done that it was the first the first of two parts. Yeah, because I knew that it was originally Infinity War Part One and Infinity War Part Two were yeah. scheduled. Okay. And Kevin Feige, I think, has said who is the producer of all the Marvel stuff. Mm. He said that he regrets ever announcing that it was part one and part two. Okay. Well, I didn't know. Then it would have. Yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. So I was like, really? Yeah. Okay. We're halfway through. I had no <laughs> idea at all. Heroes. It's an old-fashioned notion. A visionary, a genius, ensuring freedom around the globe. A symbol to the nation, a hero to the world. The beacon of hope, shining out across the stars. I look around at us, you know what I see? A bunch of a-holes. Possibility. You think you know how the world works? The world is changing. We need heroes. Okay, so we get to Endgame, which has got a huge number of ends to tie up. I mean, uh, you know, uh, uh, basically a story arc that's lasted... 11 years. 11 11 years? And how many movies? 22. Wow, okay. 
11 years, 22 movies. So it has to hit a number of different bullet points to tie things up, okay? Which So I'm going into it at the beginning thinking, okay, firstly, I have a problem with this already because it's <laughs> no, because it's like tying spaghetti, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, there's, there's a whole bowl of stuff You're there. expecting me to be able to recall all of this. And, yeah, and also, yeah. Uh, also, I know the film's three hours long, but I'm still thinking, you know, that many... Pl- what are you going to do? Like, you do that bit and then that bit. And then. So the first thing that happens is... I think the first act of the film is really brave because firstly the film starts with somebody who isn't in Infinity Wars really it starts with the Jeremy Renner character yes. who I kind of forgotten about to be honest Hawkeye, with you yeah. and it starts with his his moment when his family disappears and then the whole of the first pretty much 40 45 minutes of the film had for me the same tone as Logan yeah, which right. is something really bad has happened and we are actually living in the aftermath of it. And what I thought was good was because, because you know, as you said, you know, you know they're going to bring people back, you know they'll do timey-wimey or whatever it is. I thought they spent 45 minutes going, this has actually happened and this is how bad it looks. Here are the repercussions of it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was all very uh, subvertive straight away that they were like, the, 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 the title card was let's go get Thanos, yeah. cut to the Avengers, they're going to space, they go to Thanos, they cut his head off. And then it cuts to, and it, I love the way that they know what they're doing. It fades in five, and then years, <laughs> and then later. Because you're like, five what? What's it going to be, five months, five, five years, five years earlier, five years, what, what is it? And then I remember just going, <gasps> and because I remember um, speculating that they might do, what if it just cuts to ten years later and Tony Stark has just been living with this? And they kind of did but that did. thing. Yeah. They, it, 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 but it wasn't what I expected it to be. It was because everybody as well wanted to feel clever in Infinity War being like, oh, Pepper was going to say that she's pregnant when, when she cuts off on the phone when, when he goes to space and he loses connection with her. She's going to say she's pregnant because he was having a dream about having a kid. Yeah, they know that. And so he's just got a kid in this one. <laughs> it's not like some big twist. They're not, you're not clever. They, they know what they're doing. Um, well, you might be clever, but they still yeah. know what they're doing. <laughs> they, yeah, they haven't, you haven't just figured them out. Yeah. You're not one step ahead of them. But, but it, just on that point, I do like the fact that it does, it does treat its audience as mm-hmm. intelligent. It really it does. Doesn't, I mean, it, there, there are points in it in which it treats them as being able to juggle a massive number of worlds in their head at the same time, which I think to the casual viewer might occasionally be uh, off-putting. Like, sorry, what? How, where? Mm. But I actually, I think what by the time you get to the 22nd, 23rd film in a series, you've earned the right to do that. Totally, yeah. I mean, you know. And I think if your film within the first 15-ish minutes starts with the main villain of the last film getting killed, yeah. you're left in a state of... I don't think you could also, have, you couldn't have done it if it wasn't the but not getting film. killed in a spectacular way getting killed yeah. in a rubbish way yeah. getting killed in a it's rubbish a way that doesn't do anything whatsoever and he's in the garden and they, yeah. they go they, say, they cut his head off yeah and, and so what they haven't solved anything yeah, yeah. and now well, they have like, to, well what's the film what are they going to do yeah okay so first act thumbs up big right? thumbs up second act Ant-Man comes out of the the quantum this is the point at which you should have seen um, Ant-Man and the Wasp yeah, but but it doesn't ma- it doesn't matter anyway. It's like oh fine, he suddenly turned out. And I have to say, up until now, I have found Ant Man the most annoying Marvel character. Okay, I don't I like didn't. I don't like his films. I think the first one 
I liked well, when I watched it. Well, it should have been Edgar Wright. No, it should have been Edgar I've, Wright. I've never forgiven it for not <clears> being Edgar Wright. And it feels Edgar like Wright. a diet Edgar Wright movie. Yeah. And the second one is just rubbish. Yeah, it is, um, isn't it? It's, it's just, just rubbish. rubbish. <laughs> it's not good at all. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you think that. Yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. Just... I, I did not have fun at all. No. I thought I thought that Ant-Man and the Wasp was worse than Thor 2. I think it's my least favourite okay. one. Okay. For years, I've been treating the Hulk like he's some kind of disease, something to get rid of. But then I start looking at him as the cure. 18 months in a gamble lab. I put the brains and the brawn together. And now look at me. Best of both worlds. Excuse me, Mr. Hulk? Yes. Can we can we get a photo? 100% little person. Come on, step on up. You mind? Oh, yeah. Thanks. Say green. 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 Did you get that? That's good. Do you want to grab one with me? I'm Ant-Man. They're Hulk fans. Wait, they don't know no, Ant-Man. No. Oh, he Nobody feels bad. does. Nobody does. No, he wants you. I he wants to take a picture with them. <laughs> yeah, look, sure? he's even saying no, he doesn't. I but get come it. Come on, the kid. I don't want it but, either. But you, I don't want a picture with them. But you, he's going to feel bad. Sorry. They're happy to. They said they'll do it. I don't want to. I don't want No, you, you feel bad. So then Ant-Man comes out of the quantum realm. Comes out of the quantum realm. And it does the thing about... Time moves differently in the quantum realm, and you think, okay, so so it's interstellar. You yeah, know, it's we, we, yeah we, exactly. We'll go through a black hole. Blah 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 blah. Nope, that's not what they're doing. No, that's not <laughs> what they're doing. But that, but it's it, you kind of think that that is what they're yeah. doing, and then what happens is they set up this sort of greatest hits tour, which will enable them to revisit mm-hmm. all the sort of the Back to the Future two type stuff. Yeah, although I still think that Back to the Future 2 is the worst of the Back to the Future films. Well, I think I know, Back to the Future 2 is, is not very good either. No, I think Back to the Future 3 is better. I know some people don't like it, but yeah. I think... But, but I think it's because Back to the Future 2, nothing like that had ever been done before. Yeah. And I think that there's some fun moments in Back to the Future 2, but it's actually really clunky and oh, all God, over the yeah. place. Yeah, it is, yeah. Like, and, that and the whole are, first act with, like, we've got the girlfriend in the car. Whoops. I didn't mean to write that into the end of the movie. Yeah. We'll just leave her here. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> We're in the future and you're just leaving her in an alley? An unconscious woman. Okay, Doc. I'm not sure if I want to hang out with you anymore. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so then it sets up this greatest hit store in, yeah. in the second act. Okay, so then I start to think, okay, um, yeah, I'm less, I'm, I'm less on board, but I'll kind of go with it because... And actually, then what manages to happen is that within the realms of the greatest hits tour they actually achieve a number of moments that are really moving. Yes. That remind you that the thing with the characters is you actually do care about them, whether they are, you know, the particular character that you like or the particular character you... I mean, I've never been that interested in Hawkeye before, mm-hmm. but I did feel that during that, that Greatest Hits tour thing, I, I thought, oh, actually, no, I have got an emotional investment in these people. I have got... An, I, I do care about them more than I thought I did. I think that um, in that second act, I went from a huge thumbs up yeah. from the first act. And then when they start doing the jumping around time stuff, it started to slip a little bit. And I was like, I well, don't want this to be the whole film. Well, because it's, it's not the neatest conclusion. Because what I, what I thought they were going to do, cause, because there's the thing at the end of the first one when he says there are however many million versions of this and only yeah, one of them works. One of them, yeah. okay? So you think, okay, what they're going to do therefore is that there's, a, there's, you know, there's parallel parallel version there is a version of the world in which it has worked and there are eight well, how many oh and you years? thought they were going to find that yes one. I thought they were going to find the other ah, version ah interesting so I, I I assumed that Doctor Strange had just put that 
into into motion by handing over the time stone. Yeah, which we then discover. And I imagine that in every other scenario, he tries to keep it yes. and ends up losing. Right, fine. And so in this one, he knows that the thing he has to do is give it up willingly. Okay, so you were smarter than I is because what you understood was that that was the... No, but, you, but you, <laughs> that, you understood that that was the point. I thought, oh, this is the one that ends with they have all gone and they aren't coming back. Right. But there is another version of the world somewhere in which it did. Which right. it did. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yeah, and I, okay, so we'll, we'll get to the, 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 the point. But it's, but it's not the most elegant solution to go, no. okay, We'll all go to different bits of the past. Tony has invented time travel. Exactly, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I believe you. Yeah, I believe t- that Tony Stark up, can do he's that. He's turned up with a watch. It'll make it all right. <laughs> and it's 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 Danny's performance as well when he just goes, I did it, and just lifts it off and goes, invent the time travel. Just, it, it might as well be Ricky Gervais doing yeah, it. You know what I mean? Done that. Do you want to try that out? <laughs> um, and then they jump around time, and I was worried that that was going to be a majority of the movie. Yeah. I thought it was going to be but, but greatest it, it, hits. It is the second act. Yes, it is a big part, but it's not as not exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I thought it was going to be they turn up in the first Avengers movie and end up doing something that we... Realigns the future. Realigns it in some way. And Butterfly I thought we were going to end up staying there. I thought it was going to be like the, the events of Infinity War never happened. Okay. I thought it was going to be like that. Okay. And I was glad to see that they started out by going, hey, it's funny, Cap's bumping into himself and yeah. there's the Avengers over there doing their thing and Tilda Swinton was there doing her stuff and it was kind of interesting. And then when they fail and they go back even further and Tony ends up meeting his father. Which is a lovely scene. Lovely scene. Absolutely lovely scene. Really well done. I think that that's when I start to become more interested again because what what's weird is that these huge action-led spectacle films have actually become more about the characters mm-hmm. and all the smashy and that stuff. is that is the triumph of them that is it the thing really that is. marks them out as different to for example the less successful dc yeah. uh, in which it is literally about people flying into buildings yeah and it, and, and that's what they think that people want yeah. when really as you can tell by it, at the moment it stands it's the second highest grossing film of all time mm. in two and a half weeks and that doesn't happen if you don't have actual characters that people care about that's it and people are turning up because they want to know what happens and that they're interested in in their story arcs and and who they are and what's going to happen and I found all of that stuff especially on the second watch I I settled into it a lot more because I was worried the first time that it was going to be a big part once you get over the fact that it's it's a structurally messy way of doing it yeah I think the triumph of it is that, that the emotion works. The, the emotion works, and that, and it's amazing how much that makes you forgive the timey wimey. I invented time travel, yeah. really. And also, stuff. I love the Russos have even said in an interview that I listened to that, like, they go, "Here's the thing about time travel: it doesn't exist, so you can do what you want with it." <laughs> and all these people that are going, like, oh, "I don't know if that bit makes sense, and if that bit makes sense," and I understand that they're trying to a- apply some sort of logic within the movie. Yeah, themselves. time travel does exist. That's how Matthew McConaughey talked to his daughter. Right? <laughs> For a, you know, for a, yeah, for a, a bookshelf. Book, for a bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> There's a ghost in my room. Yeah, that's Matthew McConaughey in the future. I know what's going to happen in this film. Can I leave now? <laughs> no, my favourite thing in Interstellar is the computer came back. Like, really? How? And it's fine. It's perfectly fine. Or the other thing which I really love is I've travelled all the way across the universe. I've been separated from my daughter and now we're reunited. Anyway, bye. I'm going to go see Anne Hathaway now. <laughs> Uh, no, not, I'm not interested in the fact that you're now older than me. I'm not interested in hearing about your life. It's nice to see you anyway. <laughs> it's, been, it's been great. I, it's, I love Interstellar. Yeah. But that is, it's the computer comes back. It's the annoying, it's walky the, um, computer. Yeah, anyway. it, and it's the... Uh, 
coordinates being written by dust. <laughs> it's, 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 it's as Nolan as Nolan gets. Yeah, yeah. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. He used the stones again. Hey, we'd be going in shorthanded, you know? Look, he's still got the stones, so... So let's get him. Use them to bring everyone back. Just like that. Yeah, just like that. Even if there's a, a small chance that we can undo this, I mean, we owe it to everyone who's not in this room to try. If we do this, how do we know it's going to end any differently than it did before? Because before you didn't have me. Hey, new girl, everybody in this room is about that superhero life. And if you don't mind my asking, where the hell have you been all this time? There are a lot of other planets in the universe. And unfortunately, they didn't have you guys. Then we get into the third act of Infinity War, and it was interesting. When you and I talked, after, straight after having seen the film, you said, I, I said, so the third act is the bit that interests me the least, because the third act is the bit mm. in which it goes, it, it does the fighty stuff. But that, How, that's, that's, that's the juicy stuff. And that's what you, you said. That's, that's many, a payoff. Okay, fine. Yeah, so like that's, in, in terms of like using action to sort of, and it is fan service, but they can sort of get away with it. Um, like the ability to go, here are the Avengers all together, like all of them yeah. and they even call attention to it like is that everyone yeah. what you wanted more <laughs> and then there is more and Ant-Man bursts giant man bursts out of out of the building and then finally because he's never been able to say this in any of the movies Cap gets to say Avengers Assemble and just that moment even did you burst even, into tears no but I was, but I, was, close. I was close yeah. this isn't that's not where I cried but I was you know goosebumps everywhere and just completely like don't want to blink don't want to miss a thing yeah Cap wielding Thor's hammer, like a callback to Ages, uh, Age of Ultron, where he slightly moved it, and now now he's uh, actually, now yeah. he's actually worthy. Um, and just seeing everybody interact, some people have got some a bit of a problem with. Uh, some people think it's pandering when they've got the all female moment where they 
Um, I thought it was actually well done. I thought that was well done too. Not not least because it because they don't make a too big deal of it. No, they flag they it up, and yeah. I actually think anything that annoys. Yeah, nobody them. says anything like it's the, we're the yeah. women ones. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but I'm I think, not I think argue... anything that annoys the narky fanboys is yes. fine with me. But I think actually it's that it's I've seen some women saying that it was pandering. Oh, and, okay. and I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was either. But I'm not going to argue no, with it... some women if they if that's what they think. Yeah, okay. um, but. Yeah, so like all that moment, and I, I liked as well that it wasn't, it didn't try to be Helm's Deep. It was like, here's some moments <laughs> yeah. uh, of, of incredible action, and then we're going to separate it up with more sort of like character and things okay. like that. I did think that there were moments when people turned up and went, hi, I'll just do that. Thank you. Bye. Totally. I even, I'm a massive fan of Spider-Man, and he... It, it's it's lucky that it's funny, but he literally just swings in and goes, "Hey, remember that thing that we did? Hey, I'm I'm back now," and that's basically all he gets to do yeah. in the film. But I forgive it because I know that this film is not about him. Whereas Infinity War, he was very okay, much yeah, a supporting yeah. character, and this one is Tony and Steve Rogers' film. Yeah. And okay, so they're the main characters. Tony and Steve Rogers, both of whom have character arcs that properly finish. Properly finish. Properly finish. Yeah, and. So, properly perfect I yeah. think so I think Tony dying was gen- genuinely oh my god I after after seeing it I was on the phone to Hazel um, and I called her and, and I was struggling to say Tony Stark had died yeah. because it was sort of it was like lumping the throat hang on so she'd seen the film she'd seen it the oh, night before. we weren't ringing up to spoil yeah, yeah, it for yeah, her yeah, yeah. hi <laughs> <laughs> Tony Stark's died <laughs> did you hang hear on. there was a story about some some horrible kid who was in a multiplex screening and came out of his multiplex screening and went into the screening next door where they were halfway through and shouted, Tony Stark dies. Oh, my God. No, I did not yeah. hear about that. I hope that kid gets what's coming to him. I'll give him the snap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so fine. Yeah. So that, it is, it's, it's great, isn't it? It's, it's properly, properly And I was worried, he's going to come back. He's going to come back. They're going to timey-wimey. They're yeah. going to do something. He's going to, something's going to, no, he's properly dead. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I love that there's been this, What's been nice, actually, is that I've been in a proper Marvel mood ever since seeing Endgame. So I've revisited, I've seen the first Iron Man, I've watched Age of Ultron, I've watched Civil War, and every time that Tony Stark turns up now, there's like a re, sort of like re-examined him as a character because he's now got a complete story. Yeah. Like from where we meet him to where we leave him, he's now got a full arc, and yeah. you can see where he's at, and you can almost pinpoint his character a lot clearer. Yeah. Same with Cap, but I'm more connected to Tony. Um, and so... It was. It's really moving to see that character leave in a very sort of satisfying way, where yeah. he's done all he can do. Yeah. It, it, and it felt like more satisfying than, for example, in the Dark Knight Rises, when there's a theme of like you don't need to keep doing this for these people. You yeah. need. You deserve some time for yourself. Tony literally couldn't rest until he gave all of himself to save the world. Um, and it's also nice to know. The the last thing they ever shot, and you know this might just be they might just be talking this up, but apparently the last thing they shot was Tony getting the Infinity Stones and saying mm. I am Iron Man and snapping his fingers because originally in the cut um, Thanos said I am inevitable and snapped his fingers and then it just cut to Tony and he revealed that he had them and smiled and then snapped his fingers right. and then the editor said he should say I am Iron right. Man. And the Russos went, oh, my God, now we have to reshoot that. And they had to convince Robert Downey Jr. to come back, even though he'd already said goodbye to the character. He had, he had to convince him to come back and do it again yeah. to say, I am Iron Man. And thank God they did, because yeah, what an yeah. incredible That's a great last moment. line. Yeah. And then he doesn't speak. That is, is, is his last words. Yeah. He doesn't speak again. And I'm, 
obsessed with Tom Holland because I think he's properly a good actor. Mm-hmm. I think he's got an incredible career after being Spider-Man for the next sort of maybe five or so years. Um, the moments that he brings out the emotion. Thanks, five or so years. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Before they bring in Mars Morales. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which they're going to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and good for them. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, but yeah, did you not think that that, that moment, just yeah. that the little moment when, when Peter comes in and again he's calling him Mr. Stark and Sir and things like that, you can just tell that there's like a, almost like a fourth wall breaking element that I even yeah. enjoyed in Infinity War when Tom Holland being the newest addition being like I don't want to go I don't want to go like and now he's he's just got yeah. him back and yeah. and yeah it's it's just heartbreaking and Steve going back and having the life that he didn't have yeah yeah properly no you okay no I, I loved, no, I yes, loved so, it I, I loved that, it I, I loved it, all of that and my favourite thing was do you want to tell us about it no no yeah no I don't think I will and Hazel had an idea that she was like, maybe I don't even want to see them dancing. And I was like, I think for me personally, that getting to see that he had it, yeah. rather, rather than finishing on his, it would have been lovely to, to, to end on his face being like, no, I don't no, think I, don't I will tell, tell you about it. And then it will yeah. cut. But just getting to see that he was with her and we just yeah. get to see. And also it allows the film to end on a musical note that you don't expect. Yeah. Which which is an you know an old note, and it does look like the Russos are are putting it in a tradition of old old uh, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. With, with proper endings, yes. with his looking at you and shut up and deal and all the rest of it. And there is there is a real. Do you think that no, I don't think I will will become. I th- I mean I thought you know I'm Iron Man and no I don't think is actually I I I thought they were really good finales mm-hmm. because any and, and and the fact that there's nothing afterwards. I mean I know somebody said there's a sound effect at so the there is so, but the sound effect is Tony building the first building Iron Man suit okay, okay. when he's in the cave in the okay, first fine. Iron Man so that's just so it's, a, just a, it's just a nice callback and right? some people are being like or is it someone younger making a new Iron Man suit and the Russo's are like no, no. it's a reference yeah. that's it's it an, it's an end and, and I, mean, I also thought that you know the fact that you, if you have the word end in a movie title you'd bet a bloody end yeah. because I am sick to death of you know the final the, the final endings, yeah. final no but that's another final yeah. but then after that but the, the thing is this is not the ending well it's not the, it's ending, the ending as much of, as it, 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 it's the end of that story it's the end of an era and it's the end of the tony stark a part of that story yeah. and i hope he never ever 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 comes back and does iron Me man too. in any context whatsoever because it will undermine it Yes, he will. I mean, I hope even if at some point in the future something happens and they go back in time, I hope he never, never does it again Mm. because that's it. You know what? You brilliantly got away with it. When you started that, not only was the character of Tony Stark horrible. Yeah. And we went with you through that whole arc. But actually, your career was a bit of a car crash. Yes. You know, it was hit and miss. There were things that you were great at. Things they couldn't that you insure him. They were struggling to insure him for the first yeah. Iron Man. And, and so that, you know, that is an arc, right? Brilliant. You're now the biggest star in the world. Yeah. And it's... Um, what now, do you do now, now? now go away and do yeah. whatever you want, yeah. you know, but just just don't Don't touch, do that Don't again. do that ever again. <laughs> That's why I, I liked what you did so much that I'd like you to never do it again. It's... It, you know, I mean, maybe this is obviously a very different thing, but if Heath Ledger were still alive, I always worry that maybe he would have gone the Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrow route, and people would have just paid him constantly wow, to, that's to, harsh. to still... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like I, I do, wonder... but I think saying the, the, the Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrow route... Because, is... like, Jack Sparrow, was he, when he did it first, he was Oscar-nominated for it. 
Because it was yeah. genius. No, it wasn't. It was rubbish. Oh, no. no we, it was we need rubbish. To talk, we need to talk about pirates. Rubbish from the day, from day oh, one. Oh, we need to talk that about is pirates a another That is a performance by an actor whose director cannot believe that they are directing Johnny Depp. And therefore, just do whatever you want, Johnny. Whatever you want. Do oh, whatever you is, want. Okay, let's, the let's drunk put a... drunk karaoke singer showing off in a, a small room. put a pin in room. that, and we'll talk about that on another podcast. Yeah? yeah. Okay. 100%. Okay. Are we having to do all of them, or just the first? Right. I have seen all of them. I haven't seen Salazar's Revenge, because <laughs> I don't ever want in to see case, that. In that case... But the trilogy... the you mean the trilogy? The, the, the Gore Verbinski trilogy. Oh, oh, you mean the classic trilogy? I don't mean the classic. I just mm. right. Okay, so I'm not. Big, <laughs> don't don't make me out to be a big pirates fan. I I love the first one. I think the first one's okay. actually accidentally all right, okay, a bit okay. genius. Okay, here's the. We'll do pirates. All right, we'll right, do pirates. Do you don't want to be doing that, mate. No, I really think I do. Your funeral. That's next, Jack. Uh, thank you very much. I think we are in agreement on Endgame. I yeah. think I think it means more to you than it does to me. Was there a moment in it? in Endgame that, that really stood out to you that you thought that was the best moment of the film? Yeah, I absolutely... I mean, I know it sounds like a really crass thing to say. I absolutely loved um, Tony dying yeah. because I just thought, brilliant. And I absolutely loved Jeremy Renner's family disappearing. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you say five years later, the, 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 the support groups, <clears throat> you know... Yeah. The inclusive support groups, incidentally. I just loved that thing about, oh, you're actually going to spend this much time talking about everything having gone to shit. I, I love I love that Scarlett Johansson even has got like bits of red and blonde in her hair. That yeah. it, it's just like, it felt real. It felt like it had been thought about and lived in. I I agree with you. I think those are some standout moments. Yeah. I think all the timey, trimey, wimey stuff is fine and I enjoy it. Can we, can we talk about some controversial stuff? Yes. So like Fat Thor. Yeah. What did you think of Fat Thor? Didn't bother me either way. So... On the first watch, it sort of made me... I was like, okay, you've done the joke now. You've done it. Yeah. But you keep... It felt like an Adam Sandler joke as well. Okay. Which I, so it sort of stood out a little <clears> bit. <throat> now, upon rewatch, I have less of a issue with it because I think that they sort of... They don't make him into big, fabulous Thor again, like no. where he's all muscly and stuff. No, he doesn't and also, magically lose all the weight. And also, there's the really moment good. when he gets to meet his mother and she knows... And that's wonderful. And, and, and that's really important that he's in that state. Yes, and it is, and, and I agree. And I think all that stuff is good. The one problem I had with it was in terms of it, he's got PTSD and, yeah. you know, I love the moment where Hulk says, can you please take your hand off me? Yeah. And, and he's clearly struggling is when they're on Asgard and, and he's talking about how he's having a panic attack yeah. and Rocket slaps him and says, get it together. Yeah. We've all had problems. Like you need to pull it up. And I was like, don't just tell him to man up. Like, like maybe there's a, I just felt like after the conversation they'd had in Infinity War, where he was like, you've lost everything. Are you sure you're able for this? Mm. Like Rocket literally has that conversation yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah. It felt like a really weird like, step. And that's the one like, actual problem okay. I had with it. Okay, I'll be honest, that hadn't... I mean, now you say it, I think there's a point, but it hadn't troubled me. Okay. It hadn't troubled me because I actually wasn't that invested in the Thor character line anyway. Right. You know, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I think there are characters. I think it's just because I'm, I'm very conscious of of the mental health treatment and stuff like this. And yeah, I thought, no, sure. I, and I think it's been really well um, depicted in other Marvel films. But then, like, and, and you can say it's like, oh, Rocket doesn't really care about that stuff. But I think he does, and he, and especially after Guardians Two, when he mm. lost people, yeah, 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 and, yeah. and after that conversation in Infinity War, it, it that that just didn't feel like. Great no, I, I, I think it's a valid point. I think the reason that it didn't bother me is that I actually wasn't that invested in that particular line because yeah. there are 
30 different lines going on at any one yeah, time. Yeah, I would say and, that and, that is the weakest part okay. of the film. It is. It feels, it feels a bit disjointed. It is, except it's partly redeemed by the by the conversation with his mother. Yeah. And also when he's, when he's about to tell her and she says no. Mm-hmm. Which again is another well done. Yeah, well done. You didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. To try and save her. Yeah, yeah, well done. You actually didn't do it. She's going to die. Bye. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, I think it's incredible how much they've stuck the landing. Yeah. Um, it's it's this an immense amount of pressure. There's so many things they could have done, and I think that what's funny is that out of the million choices that they could have they could have made they chose this one. Yeah. And that it feels similar to the Doctor Strange storyline yeah. that like oh you've done it. Like you, you actually. Yeah, you did. You found. And you made Infinity War really happen, (coughs) and that's still in canon with the timeline. The only thing now that I'm interested in is why are all Peter Parker's pupils the same age as him still? Did they all? Did they all go? (laughs) Why? Why is Ned not? Why is like not one of them five years older than him now? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think on that note we have to stop. (laughs) Jack, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. There you go, the boy wonder, Jack Howard and me, talking about Avengers Endgame. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please remember, tell your friends and do subscribe. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.